Hello everybody and welcome to a quick Kickstarter Journeys recap. One of the things I plan to do with this podcast is reflect back on some of the guests and the stories they've told and some of the lessons I've learned from them. Not a long lesson per person because you can just listen to the podcast for that, but just a quick recap of kind of some of my thoughts on the past episodes. So I plan to do this every 10 episodes just to remember who was on the show and appreciate some of the time that they spent. So if we look back, uh, the first guest was Danny O'Neill. Now Danny was basically a friend and a supervisor and a gaming companion back in the day when we worked together in the store and having a chance to talk with him reminded me of how far gaming has come and what a big role anybody can play in that world if you really try to dip into it. So seeing Danny move across countries, see him, seeing him get so involved in the RPG world and having success on his own was inspirational and enjoyable to see how his Kickstarter journey went. With Stephen Royka, kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum, he doesn't play board games a whole lot and it was his very first game, so just complete opposite spectrum of Danny. And Stephen came up with a really cool idea for a game that I hadn't seen before and he made that work and even with only a little bit of advertising and a little bit of um, media exposure, he managed to raise a significant amount for such a small campaign. And so that told me that anything is possible if you have a really good idea and core concept, uh, that alone can make a big difference in the Kickstarter world. The third guest was Gabe Barrett. Now Gabe inspired me uh, unknowingly so because he just runs a podcast and runs a website and does things to inspire people even if he doesn't talk to them a whole lot. Um, but he inspired me to continue on with my board game journey and I don't think I'd be where I am today doing what I'm doing if it wasn't for listening to his podcasts and, and reading his blogs and um, doing contests that his website promotes. So um, his journey with Hunted also taught me how you can do a lot with just a little. So his art was very minimalistic. His idea was fairly straightforward, but the game um, nostalgia went a long way. So that journey was really cool to, to follow through. Aiden Lowther's journey with Solar Storm was episode number four. And Aiden showed me that long-term planning results in high net gain. So um, it was his first Kickstarter, but it did extremely well. And he's, a, uh, like he mentions in his podcast, he plans things from start to finish, uh, trying to leave nothing subject to chance. And so I learned that from his journey, how successful that helped him be. With Liberty's journey with Cristallo, that one uh, was really cool to see how much um, a personal touch and artwork can go as well as just being involved with the community. So again, hers was a very first creation and she had never had an intention to be a board game designer, but through some cool things that happened in her life with her kids, she made it happen. And uh, it was just really cool to see how her artistic flair and her way to engage the community helped skyrocket that, as well as entering a game contest and the impact that can have on a Kickstarter. Alexander Lee's journey with his um, co-creator Chris Miles, Necromagus, uh, that one was a cool campaign in that it was just really, really dark and morbid and not something that traditionally you might sell a lot of. Um, you need a, a certain audience that likes blood and gore and um, that kind of necromantic feel to it. But they were very, uh, 
they were very thematic, I think, is what I liked about most about their campaign. When you re read through their campaign page, when he talked about his posts and his updates, they were just really, really into it, into that story. So even though there's not much story playing the game, just the uh, theme behind the game was very cool and how they brought that to life. Matt Barr's journey with Beatdown, um, that was all about how you can take a mechanic and really run with it. Like um, he, he also had some nostalgia in it back from old time video games where combos were king, whether it was Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or Killer Instinct. Um, and it was really neat to see how his game that he designed was built around that whole connection of cards and um, kind of a co-op experience and the way he was able to demo that at conventions and um, share that with other people that helped establish that journey. And also a lot of insight about how you sell a game after the fact. Jack Sporner's journey with Dungeons of Infinity. Um, I campaigned alongside him doing my own game at the same time. Uh, and what that taught me was that there's room for everybody. We were both raising a, a fair amount for first-time creators in the exact same fantasy space. And it was a way to share with me how you can always lean on each other, whether it's during a campaign or after the fact. The gaming hobby world is uh, has competition in it, but there's also a lot of friendliness and support. Uh, so his journey reminded me of that and the faith in the community because he was really had some uh, what we call super backers or backers that really go all out to try to share your campaign. And so he was kind enough to talk about that. Jamie Stegmeyer's journey, well, that's nothing short of inspirational in terms of what what you can do post-Kickstarter. So the way his journey started, the way his journey progressed through the different games that he created on Kickstarter, and what he did after Kickstarter and the reasons for that. So I enjoyed having that uh, really significant experience shared with us on that episode. And then the 10th episode, Matthew Jones' journey with canine kleptomaniacs, well, that one... Um, Again, first-time creator, a family-based game, uh, and what that one taught me the most was about how to manage controversy and um, and try to stick with your theme despite what some people may try to convince you otherwise. So he had a, a controversial topic about undergarments being presented in a game, even though they were comical in nature, and just how they handled it professionally and through audience participation. Um, it was a good learning for Kickstarter, because that could happen to anybody, if um, depending on what kind of content you're sharing in your games or um, on social media. So that's the first 10 Kickstarter journeys. I've learned a lot from these wonderful individuals that have been kind enough to spend some time and come on the show and uh, be willing to talk about funding or marketing or media or gameplay or any of the other things that go into Kickstarters. Uh, so that leaves me with where do we go next? What's going to happen with this Kickstarter adventure that we've began? Well, I have no plans of slowing down anytime soon. Um, the great thing about Kickstarter is there are people with ideas every single day. There are literally dozens of new games that get launched every single week, um, hundreds a month and thousands a year. So there's no shortage of people to talk to, and each one of those people want to talk about how they succeeded. They love sharing their games. They're passionate about them, and this podcast gives them a venue for that. 
And so I'm thrilled to be a part of that and have that opportunity to talk with them because most often people like to have podcasts while their campaigns are running. And I'm able to do that with some people if they have a campaign running after having already ran a successful campaign, actually doing that um, relatively soon here with a few guests. Uh, but really the, this podcast is about talking about how they already succeeded and what they're doing since then um, or how they're building upon that legacy. So who's coming up? Well, we have Carla from Weird Giraffe Games. She's going to be on the show in an upcoming episode. Eduardo Baraf, who's had, um, I believe, 13 successful Kickstarters. So that's fantastic to get that um, expansive experience. And we have Gil Hova, who's got the networks. Actually, the rival networks is running right now on Kickstarter. Um, and we'll be talking to him really soon. So his podcast, his um, episode will actually be coming up next. Uh, Bernie Lin, who was, again, a first-time creator, uh, the creator of Omicron Protocol, and we talked a lot about how conventions can impact fund, funding and how um, no matter how much good press you get, sometimes it's just a really competitive world and about miniatures, so looking forward to that chat. Um, and there's quite a few other guests lined up in the, in the future. So uh, Jay Cormier, who's launching a game soon called uh, Mind mind something i'm sure we'll talk about it soon uh i've got um a first-time creator who made a game about medieval cats uh, it's a cool concept and it managed to do some decent funding uh and many others down the line so uh, i look forward to sharing more and more kickstarter journeys and i'm also looking at branching out into different aspects of gaming and fantasy the two things that i love the most um so there's somebody that ran a um a comic that I think might be an interesting person to talk to, a Kickstarter-funded comic called Grinadon. Uh, we're working on deciding if we can do that. And uh, I'm hoping to talk to somebody who's created dice or other game components and have them give some feedback about how that worked on Kickstarter. Uh, so there you go, a recap of some episodes we've had, uh, a hope of some of the episodes to come, and just want to thank everybody who's listened so far, over 450 listens as of the time of this recording, and it looks like it's on the rise, so uh, certainly encourage you to share and uh, pass on, especially if you know anybody that is planning on launching a Kickstarter and has never done so or is really kind of new to the the different aspects of game design or um, raising funds through other crowdfunding methods because you can learn a lot just by listening to people who have been through it and had some success and many of the people that have had success that i've interviewed have also had failures within that success whether it was failures um, trying to fund them out that they wanted to or having to do a relaunch before they had success so it's uh, really can be a way to learn for not only yourselves that are already listening, but for maybe some of the other people you know. So I'll leave it at that. This was kind of an impromptu bonus episode, so it won't be numbered. It's just a way to share my thoughts about um, what I plan to do and what we've already done. Thanks for listening. <laughs>